Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host Rich Polly and joining me today, um, back from his little trip into grumpy land, it's Liam Baker. I'm a better mood Baker now. Slightly I'm better sad. mood. Hello everyone. <laughs> he's still sad but he's not angry and no, sad. I'm sad that he's not <clears throat> sad. No he is sad. Well, he's always sad, he's got a case of the sads. <laughs> Permanent case of the slightly miserables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I had to bow it yesterday because I would have argued with everyone and everything would have been bleeped. So it was pointless. Yesterday. So last week. Wow. Those meds are good. You're losing all weeks. That's amazing. I Keep wish I was. <laughs> I wish I could miss the rest of my life. Oh, <laughs> same here. <laughs> All right. Also joining me, he couldn't keep quiet because he had to t- take the Mickey out of Liam. It's Ben Hibbert. Hello. Hello. I'm Hello. not sad. <clears throat> no, I've I've just Yet. got over my case of I I had a case of the winter sads, and it is something like we we make fun about this stuff, but it is actually something that we've talked about in the past, like quite openly. Is that uh, mental health? Gaming's a big like male dominated community, and we know that we have got some female listeners and some female players um but you know coming down the club on a tuesday night and meeting up with people and chatting and stuff really does help um so i've just got out of a case of the winter sads i'm now feeling much happier um i didn't even realize i had them until i got out of them which is like the hard part um so yeah if you are feeling winter sads then it's easy to talk to somebody about it um do you know actually weirdly enough so how do I upgrade to the seasonal package? Because I've got the permanent one. <laughs> I think I think I think I'm very fortunate. Like, but how I realised it was, um, I was chatting to Liam. I was like, "It's just not feeling like I don't enjoy X-wing anymore." And he said, "You might have a case of depression." And I said, "Nah, nah, I don't get that." And he was like, "Yeah, but like a key kind of um, like indicator is that you no longer find happiness and joy in things that you previously used to find happiness and joy in." I was like, "Oh." <laughs> oh, yeah. I always think. get like that after Christmas. I, I I build myself up. I love Christmas. I build it up and build it up, and then the day is not never, as good. It's never as good. I mean, I always have a great Christmas, but it's never what I've built up in my head. Yeah, and then I just get down about it. Yeah, no, I had um like for a couple of months before Christmas, and it was just like I hadn't realised even what was going on until I just went, oh yeah, I realised I was literally at work just sitting staring at a screen just waiting for something to happen. And I was like, oh, I used to quite enjoy doing this job and working with these people. And now I'm just sitting, staring at a screen, not doing anything. That's bad. I might get sacked. Then I'd lose my house. <laughs> you know, it's like, hmm. But yeah, it took, it took actually just chatting to somebody and saying, we don't feel right. And them to say, maybe it's this. I mean, to go, nah. But then I had a look at it and I was like, oh yeah, it is. So anyway, that's the serious bit over and done with. Don't be sad alone. Be sad with your friends. There we go. Um, right. What are we going to talk about today? We've got, thank you very much to um, AMG for aligning to their Monday evening schedule of releasing spoilers. Um, we have got Endor to talk about, a um, little bit of stuff about the Sith Taker Open as well. Um, and then we, if we've got a bit of time, we can talk about kind of what we're looking at Um using um there was also um just very quickly going to mention um organized play there was a an event called beachhead um done in um i think kent somewhere um over the weekend 
um, just gone. Um, they played five rounds, and it was won by, I think, Ned Fitzgerald, um, who was flying Rebels. Um, and it was Rebels without ham. He had Corrin Horn and Hall, Wedge in an A-wing, Keo in an A-wing, Sabine in a TIE fighter, and Luke in an X-wing. So that um, that old favourite um, Rebel list, but trading Corrin and another three-pointer in. So instead of Han. So well done to Ned. Um, that was quick. Right. We're going to talk about Endor, or shall I do Sith Taker Open Admin at the start when people are still listening? Sith Taker. Admin. <laughs> admin. Admin. Right. Two things. Um, first of all, if you listen to this and you haven't signed up to Longshanks, please do. Almost everybody has, but not everybody. Um, it's actually going to be three things. Or, or an ever-extending list of things like the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> um, so sign up on Longshanks if you haven't already. If you are a player, you will have an email with the link in your email. It's not searchable on Longshanks, so don't go searching for it to try and register. You've got an email with the link in it. Um, that's the only way to sign up, so please do that. Um, you don't have to put your lists in yet. You don't have to pick your faction yet. You just have to put your name in. Um, and then we'll know that you're definitely going to be coming um, or that you're definitely planning on coming. Um, as of now, there is no wait list. We are at absolute capacity. Um, we've stretched it and fitted in another two tables to fit four players in. Um, so we're at 132 people, which is absolute capacity. If you've been thinking, hmm, maybe I want to go, but there's a 25 person wait list. I haven't got a chance of getting through. That wait list is now gone. Um, if you want to be added on to the last minute transfer waitlist, let me know, um, email or Discord or whatever. Just drop me a note somewhere um, and tell me. I can't make any promises, um, but we have had about two to three a week um, of people realizing that for one reason or another, the event that they bought a ticket for a year ago, um, they're not able to make it now, you know, because life happens, stuff changes. So, um, so that's the the other thing. We also sent an email out a couple of weeks ago saying that we were going to allow Endor based on some uh, cards that have been shared with us. Um, those cards have now been supplanted by the official AMG spoilers. There are differences to the cards that have now been published by AMG um, to the things that we sent out a couple of weeks ago. The stuff that is in the official spoilers is what is going to be legal. So please don't think you can just say, oh, but this is what you sent me out two weeks ago. I will send out another email confirming that. I have already confirmed that by email saying that we have to use the most recent things. Um, in the event that the cards are actually released in advance of the STO and we've got real cards, the real card text will take pref precedence over what is in the spoilers as well. So basically the most recent official release is the thing that we need you to use. Um, and we're doing that so that absolutely everybody knows what cards we're using. Um, and there's absolutely no kind of uh, wobbling about it. So um, on that note, um, I mean, we don't know when this thing's actually gonna land, right? Because Asmodee Store is saying it's releasing on the 15th of March. AMG are saying on their Discord that they're going to be legal for that they're going to be out on the 8th and will be legal for Worlds. Um, the TOs are saying if they're not out by the 8th, they won't be legal for Worlds. But the AMG person 
is in charge of the TOs for Worlds, so she could tell them that they are legal for Worlds, even if they release the day of Worlds and everybody just panics and rushes out to the nearest um, game store in Chicago to try and buy a box um, so that they can get the cards. Um, but yeah, anyway, I think we just need to continue prepping um, with either non-endor lists or a bit of a combination, um, just in case it doesn't come through. So, all a bit odd. Right, Endor. They, uh, yeah, we've had a drop today, I think it was. Uh, just yes, a couple of today. hours ago at time of recording. Yeah, yeah, it was like two hours ago at time of recording. So everybody that's listening to this has already read it, digested the cards. So we'll skip over, well, we'll skim through the cards, but we'll talk a little bit about some of the interactions that we've spotted with these things. Um, since we've first been made aware of them from various spoilers. Um, so we're going to start with the big boy in the pack, the Millennium Falcon, the Liam Lando Falcon. Calrissian. The, my, my, my Liam Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> that was a stretch. That was a stretch. Sado <laughs> Calrissian. <laughs> Do you know what? There's nothing funnier than you laughing like an absolute drain at your own jokes. I don't care. It makes me laugh. I'm not even bothered if anyone laughs ever. <laughs> so That's the Lando... joke of a wind-up. If you don't laugh at your own jokes, it doesn't... <laughs> Lando Calvis Liam. Um, is... No, Jesus no, I can't. I love this getting bad. I love a good like, crap joke. I love a, I love a good crap stretching. joke, but these are just crap crap jokes. Rich, if you right. reach any more, you'll pull a muscle in your back at your age. <laughs> I know. It's right, the cringe so... that makes me laugh, not the actual joke. <laughs> Okay, we're going to start off with, before we talk about any of the pilots, we're going to say the same as we did with the um, Imperial ones. They've all got the same talent. All of these cards have got the same talent on them called It's a Trap. So It's a Trap is while defending, if there are more other friendly ships than enemy ships at range zero to one, you may reroll one of your blank results. Okay, so Ooh. while defending, if there are more other friendly ships, so don't count yourself, than enemy ships. So if there is you, one friend, and one enemy ships, it's a trap doesn't trigger. You need two friends for every one enemy ship. So you need to have three. You need to basically be outnumbering them. Um, three by, by two, basically, because you don't count, and your one friend isn't enough to trigger this. So you need two friends to trigger this. And it's blanks only. So watch out for people trying to re-roll eyeballs with that one. Um, <laughs> Isn't so, the Imperial one only attack dice? Yes, it's blanks on attack dice, and but it works in one-on-one -on -one situations. I was just so, going to say, but it's easier to trigger, isn't it? Much easier to trigger. So basically, if, if you're not outnumbered three to one as an Imperial ace, you're going to get an attack re-roll with whatever it's called. I can't remember what the name of the Imperial one is. Um, I'll remember in a second. Uh, so all that said, Lando Calrissian. Not a lot has changed from the previous spoilers, but we'll skip through them again. It's normal normal Rebel Falcon stats. So uh, eight hull, five shields, three reds, one green. He's got two charges. 
At the start of the activation phase, you may spend one charge. If you do choose an initiative value from one to six, you activate at that initiative this phase. So only in the activation phase, which is the movement phase um, for people who don't use the official taxonomies as provided to us by FFG all those years ago. Um, so activation is movement. Um, so at the start of activation, you can activate at any initiative, but you choose what initiative you're going to go at. So it's going to be one or six, isn't it? Like every time it's going to be one or six, right? I guess unless it's like you can just do it like as a three just to be awkward. Yeah. Like if, or, it, if, it's, if it's just like fours, you're like, I'm going to be a three. Just to I be mean, awkward. I think the thing here is that he can be like, if he's behind your your lower initiative ships, you can just be like, or sorry, if he's in front of your lower initiative ships, you can just be like, do you know what? I'm going to move at one to get out of mo the way of my ships, as well as I can bump you. Um, so rather than you bumping me, I can bump you to be guaranteed that I get my actions. Um, and so like, that seems it's good okay. that you decide after the uh, initiative roll as well, isn't it? Yes. So it is post roll so as well. Decide if it's worth it or not. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to be moving last. I'll go at six. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Tim's uh, right. We could just go at same initiative if you're first player, just to be awkward. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's got an ability, pilot ability, which is called, or a ship ability, sorry, called high stakes. After you perform a red action, you may roll an attack die and on a hit or crit result, remove one stress. Okay. So every time you perform a red action, you have a 50 50 chance of removing a stress. And the reason I say every time is because his action bar. He's got Focus, Lock, and Evade, pretty normal for a, a titled Falcon. And he's got a red boost, so you can boost for free um, on a 50-50. Um, you've got a turret rotate, which is white, and then you've got a red coordinate linked to a red focus. Okay? So you can coordinate somebody, 50-50 chance to remove the stress, and then link that to a red focus so that you coordinate somebody and take a focus yourself. Um, and I think you can do both of those, but risk being double stressed. But you might end up unstressed. But it is May, so if you want to stay stressed, you can, um, which is going to be important in just a minute. So as well as in, it's a trap, he's got something called it's in the hole. Easy for you to say. It's <laughs> two charges. At the start of the engagement phase, so at shooting, you may spend one charge and gain one jam to perform a barrel roll action. It is not a red barrel roll action. It is a barrel roll action, and you take a jam token for doing it. So you do need to be unstressed because it's an action in order to do that move. But you can, at initiative infinity, Barrel roll, if you feel like it. He's also got it's a big old barrel roll as well. It is. They I've been playing us. around with um, resistance Poe quite a bit. Yeah, and that barrel roll, it can be such a game changing like decision oh, yeah. to make. Yeah, and, and obviously Poe six are you usually last, but this is even further after everybody else. Yeah. So this is like <laughs> Poe barrel rolls away at six, and then you go, nope, I'm going to yeah. chase you. <laughs> um, just flipping your falcons. Um, he's got Nyendum, which is the same as the normal upgrade card. And so the banks are all blue. 
which is really good on a falcon like one two three blue banks is, is amazing he's got aaron kraken who is a gunner which is after defending of the attack hit you gain a deplete and then you perform a depleted bonus attack that targets the attacker so basically if you get shot you can do a two dice revenge attack back um and then the millennium falcon title for this one is while attacking or defending if you have a non-lock red or orange token you can re-roll one dice so a strain a stress a deplete an ion uh what else is that it you wouldn't roll the two dice for the depleted would you because would it not work you the do, same way as you that, get the deplete um, no the fang fighter that attacks it then gains it so i thought about that and there was a bit of a discussion fortunately in the article they've said explicitly oh does that it, it is i've not read the article job. at all yeah yeah, so it, no, it's it's an easy kind of connection to make as like, well, Bodica, you get the deplete afterwards. But for this one, you take um, the deplete, then you do yeah. the revenge shot. You don't get your reroll from the Millennium Falcon title for having that deplete, though, because the deplete goes away as soon as you use it to reduce the number of dice that you've got. Um, so you not, don't have it. Stay at the, till the end like a jam token. Nope. The jam token <laughs> leaves it. Not a jam token. Um, but, uh, what's the other one? A strain. Strain. The strain nope. goes at the end. Yeah, so this one, basically, you when you pick up your dice to roll your thing, you apply the effect of the deplete token, which clears it. Um, so by picking the dice up to roll them, you clear the deplete token. But there are tricks in this Falcon. So is that right? Is that in is the right. rules? Only because the strain... It's just weird that the deplete and the strain work so different. Yeah, they. I, I thought about that, but um, Paul Heaver said, no, this is how it's going to work. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't can't. realize he was the rules. Um, well, <laughs> I think he might be one of the remaining playtesters, <laughs> unless, unless he got fired recently. Um, but um, also, I've had it confirmed with a couple of other judges as well that, oh, that right. that's how this is going to work. So, um, so the Millennium, uh, sorry, the the orange token you can obviously get from doing the ace in the hole barrel roll to gain a jam token if you don't have something to jam off, but. It has been pointed out to me by some of our Australian friends that gas clouds give you one ion on a 50-50 chance. And they give you three ions on a one in eight chance. So if you're flying this Lando, you bring in a gas cloud, you set it at range two of your deployment zone, and you fly Lando onto it on turn one. And then you have a three in eight chance of getting a single ion token, which isn't enough to <laughs> affect you, other than it gives you a reroll for the rest of the game. <laughs> Seems <That's> fine. <laughs> Seems fine, right? So yeah, we'll see Lando. We'll we'll be like, you fly Lando. Yep. Okay. And you've got three <laughs> gas, clouds, gas clouds, have you? <laughs> Here's my gas clouds. I'm just gonna have some free rerolls. But I mean, you look at it, and he gets rerolls from everywhere already, right? Because you know, you're going to be coordinating because coordinating is super powerful, especially when you've got a chance to shed the stress and get a focus token as well. Those, even if you don't get rid of the focus token, it still buys you rerolls um, while attacking or defending. So if you're stressed, you're still getting those infinite Falcon rerolls that keep Han alive as long as you've got a stress token somewhere. This seems really powerful. It also seems complicated and difficult to get the most out of it, but it feels like it's going to be a very strong piece 
What What are your thoughts on that, Liam? I, I kind of agree with that sentiment. It's one of those ones where as soon as you learn how all this, all of these abilities interact with each other, you can get Lando working really efficiently. But anything less than perfect, you'll feel the clunkiness of the ship. You'll miss your triggers. You'll get caught out, and you probably won't realise the full value of the ship. Um, yeah, his ability from the off is unreal, but it's only two charges. So if you can manipulate Lando into a position where he wants to go first or wants to move second, you can kind of get that burnt early, and then you can just treat him as a, a an initiative five after that. But it's a, a really strong piece. I still don't think we'll see him. Because he's not I6. Because, because he's not I6. Yeah. Even though I think well, Han is still good, but he doesn't really hold a candle to the Han we experienced two weeks ago. Yeah. So, cool. Um, ben, have you got any other thoughts on Lando, or shall we, shall we bump along? No, I'm just looking at the rules reference for Strained and Depleted. Okay. I've not really been listening to you. (laughs) No worries. Um, So it is actually worth reading the article, not just going straight to the cards, because um, whoever's written the article has obviously given the cards some thought about, you know, how the different things can interact. So um, if you need things kind of worked through with you, um, the the article does quite a bit of like explaining what the interactions are. Just to go back to the depleted and strained thing. Yeah, the rules reference is written the exact same way for a strained and a depleted. Right. So, so what does it say? So, so it says after a depleted ship applies the effects of roll one for a die, fewer dies, uh-huh. remove one deplete token. Yeah. And then the strain one says exactly the same. Yeah. Um, except with strain token, and the strains they say stick around till the end, so that um, they they don't. But that scum reroll works. Oh no, it's not, is it? Because it's that, that's why I'm getting confused. Because the scum re-roll happens before they roll the dice. Yeah. That's fine. I've worked it out myself. Okay. So I was right. Yeah, yeah. But I, I couldn't I figure out why the strain thing wasn't right in my head. Yeah. But now I've figured it out myself. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So the next one, this is, I think, the piece that I'm possibly quite excited by and quite interested in is Wedge Antilles. Um, so Battle Over Yendor... Yendor, Endor, Wedge. Uh, I'm just getting uh, I'm getting confused by the next pilot name, and that's going to be very confusing. Yendor over Endor. Um, so uh, Wedge Antilles is an I6 X-wing, um, as we expected, except for he's really a T70 because he's got three reds, two greens, four hull, and three shields, um, and the same dial as a T70 as well. I think no, he won't have a three straight blue, but. Um, his ability has changed, so he no longer reduces dice, but after he performs an attack that hits, he gains a focus token. He's got locked S-foils. After you perform a boost action, gain a deplete. So he doesn't have the S-foils token anymore um, in this version, but you can still effectively get the same effect because instead of closing your foils to boost, you boost and gain a deplete token. Um, his action combinations are focused to a linked red boost, target lock, a barrel roll to a linked red focus, and boost. Uh, so if he boosts at all, he gets depleted, but he can just do a white boost. Um, so that's 
That's his normal stats. As well as it's a trap, he's got Predator, he's got Advanced Proton Torpedoes, and he's got R2A3, which is a one-time charged astromech that allows him to get a lock after he performs it another action. So basically, he can double mod his Advanced Proton Torpedo, and then, using his pilot ability, get another focus token back to use on defense. <laughs> or later on in the game, he can Predator his attacks so he can double mod three dice attacks and always have a focus token back reminds me a little bit of old sun tier but with more health and a worse style <laughs> just too bad he can't re-roll that banger because that'd be great fun <laughs> Wait. well that's a fun what reload it you mean yeah that'd be disgusting <laughs> so yeah i mean it's it, it, once he gets to do a five dice absolute murder shot um, <laughs> he's That's all five you need points. though sometimes, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, he's five points. He's rolling a double modded attack on the way in if he gets his predator lined up. Um, or, you know, he can lock somebody, he can focus lock somebody out at range three and then use the fact he's I6 and he's got linked boosts and barrel rolls into focuses to line up the APT. Fair enough, you might end up depleted and lose one, but um, yeah. But there's combinations that can get rid of depletes, isn't there? You can use like Rebel Fen to get rid of depletes and stuff. Yeah. So, isn't there a Sabine Gunner that does it as well? Yeah, but you're into the Rube Goldberg machines for Sabine Gunner. It's a bit, it's all a bit mad to try and make that work. I mean, this seems good. He's the same point as Battle of, uh, of Yavin Luke. Five points. So better, worse, the same. Doesn't have four. No, Luke's still better. So there's a lot of people trading this wedge in to a Han Fen wedge A-Wing list that used to be Han Fen Luke A-Wing list simply because it gives you three I-6s. But hear me out. At a time, the majority of people... Hey, hey! And they were wrong to do so. <laughs> right. I thought you were going to come in with a with a... a an interesting point about X-Wing and why, you know, a double-modded force-carrying proton torpedo in Luke is more efficient than... I mean, no. I was going to get there. It was just a, a little metaphor to... Just wanted to go st- straight to... Hey, hey! And carry but, on. I mean, so he has one five-dice banger, but he can't regen shields. He doesn't constantly have... A focus mod because Luke regains a mod, every, uh, regains a force every time he gets targeted. He can instinctive aim, so he can dumb fire it, and we all know that's very effective against me at least. Maybe it should so, just not be an arc. So, uh, counterpoints, counterpoints, Wedge has got an extra shield, which means that his half point threshold is one higher. He needs to take four damage, not three damage, to go to half. Um, and he rolls five dice. He rolls five dice, double modded ones. <laughs> five dice once is worse than four dice twice. Counterpoint: five dice, double modded. I six. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. It's an initiative kill, though, isn't it? It's not an alpha where you'd use Luke to thin something down at the start. You. you kind of want to keep wedge for kind of turn four or five when something is 
poppable when it's down to like four health and you're going right now i'm gonna now i'm gonna nuke you off the board that's that's when wedge flies in and does his thing you're not going to zoom him into range one on turn one just to get your thing off um i think but agreed but there is also a lot of jam in the game and you can get yeah. two jam on wedge and that's a jam not. all those fo players are jumping ship over to the i6 imperials not all like, of them fully out fo's going back in the box for the other little gray ships oh mine's come back out has it oh cool you're always a hipster don't play them when they're trendy. Pick them back up as soon as they stop being hot. Yeah, because everyone forgets what they do. That's true. Um, cool. So that's Wedge anyway. The next one is Yendor. Yendor over Endor. Cool. I can just hear me saying that every time I use the ship and people going, oh, why are you so dull? Um, so <laughs> I'll take it. Um, he is a standard loadout, uh, sorry, standard chassis X-Wing T-65 with a pilot skill of 5. His ability is while you perform a primary attack, you can gain a strain to re-roll a blank result. Um, He's got the locked S-Foils ship thing as well, so he can boost. um, He gets deplete if he boosts. Um, He's got It's a Trap. He's got Plasma Torpedoes, and he's got a Stabilizing Astromech, which he can use once. Uh, and that is, after you fully execute a manoeuvre, you can spend a charge to perform a wide action even while stressed. So he can fire once a double-modded pro- uh, plasma torpedo or a double-modded shot. Um, or he can, yeah, he can do all sorts of things, like with dancing about. But he's an I-5 X-Wing with munitions and the ability to double-mod them. What's not to like? I always like more X-Wings. They're just fun. It's what people generally pick up X-Wings with the idea to play in it. So, Yeah. They look good on the table. Yeah. They do look good on the table. And people spot them and come over. It's well, the same. Look better. That's, it is ironic. Uh, iconic with the fire sprays as well. People come over and look. Yeah. I like this ship. Like, I like the ship. It's a, it's, it's a very simple... Um, i5 x-wing it's a bit like the Kyrel. Um, yeah you, you know what it does it's nothing you don't have it's not you could just literally throw it down and know its role yeah uh the problem he's got is he's five points so he's competing with wedge he's competing with battle of uh, you haven't look um he's competing with a lot of other pieces at five points um i don't think he's gonna see much play Unless he's in a four X-wing list or something like that. Um, stabilized Astromech's pretty flexible as well, isn't it? It's like good. Do turns and stuff. You yeah. Still have an action if you want. You know, if you can use it for a whip behind someone and just, you know, like throw the um, throw the plasma at someone or something. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one because it's like it's a one-use double mod, or you can save it for later on and have a yeah. token on a turnaround turn. Um. I guess it depends on how, well, well, on the rest of your list, really. You've yeah. got a coordinate or something like Corrin Horn flying about, giving out free target locks or whatever, then, you know, you can save it for later on. But Yeah. Um, okay, cool, cool. Um, I-4 one next. Kendi Adeli, maybe. I'm pronouncing <laughs> made-up space names. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you get it wrong, no one will complain. No, I mean, somebody I'm will. I'm lying, somebody will. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I-4... Uh, 
normal X-wing chassis, so three two four two. Um, it's got it's a trap. He's got ion missiles. So that's the three dice um, ion thing. But he's got three charges, which is new. The, the ion missile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ion missile has got three charges instead of two, so it's better. Um, he's got a modified R. 4P unit, which is a one charge not recurring. Before you execute a red maneuver, you can spend a charge. If you do, while you execute that maneuver, reduce its difficulty. So a one-time only red K-turn or Talon. Uh, sorry, white K-turn or Talon, which I mean, that's brilliant, right? That's amazing. Or is if you I-4. with Leia, you can do that and then make it blue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spicy. Um and then something called chaff particles. While defending, you can spend a focus result at the end of the neutralized result step to remove a red or orange token. So that, I think, we'll see again on one of the A-wings. But that, this ship's, this pilot ability, sorry, which I skipped over, after you spend a green token, you can choose a friendly ship at range one to three and gain a strain. If you do, that ship may perform a red focus or red evade action. So... At four, you spend your token, get a strain, pass a token. You don't have to do that at four. You could just do it on defense at whatever initiative. Uh, Yeah, after you spend a green token. So, yeah, anytime. Um, Yeah, you're right. You gain a strain, you pass an action, and then while defending, you can spend a focus result to remove a red or orange token, but you'll have already removed the strain if you've defended again. So, um. But yeah, you can, you know, if you overroll and you've got a stress or a deplete or ooh, even a disarm from somewhere, you could remove it. Um, and if it's not been your initiative step yet, then you'd still get to shoot, which is nice. I don't think you've got any way to catch disarms in this anyway. You've got no reloads or anything. So, um, but yeah, that's Ken Diadelli. Not bad. There's a bit of blurb that says something about X-Wings. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, be careful not to overextend him or he can be destroyed if he's stressed, strained, yeah. All right, A-Wings. <laughs> Arvel Crinid. He's been in this he's been in this list before. Um so he's a five health. Uh, sorry, it's worth pointing out that Kendi Adeli, um, just in terms of points, is a four pointer. So he's in the he's in the mix for those kind of um fill slots. Um, so Wedge is five, Yendor is five, but Kendi is four. Um, Arvel is a four-point A-wing, I think. And you might think, that's mad. Why is Arvel a four-point A-wing? And it's um, basically because he's got five health and he's still an A-wing. So he's got all of his other A-wing abilities. Um, he's got a new wild defending you may gain a strain token to change one focus result to an evade result. So he's got a free defensive focus mod uh, once, but he takes a strain to use it. He's, that's his pilot ability. And then he's got a vectored cannons, which is the, the system phase uh, turret rotate. Um, I hate this got, so much. <laughs> he's got It's a Trap, and he's got Proton Rocket. So, um, yeah, once he can do that five dice um, thing. Um, out the front, so you know you've got choices. It's either about a god roll or you just are. roll one, isn't it? It's always the way. Yeah, it's either five or one. It's, it's never in between. <laughs> um, and then he's got an ability that says heroic sacrifice. After you perform a slam, 
So he does have slam on his action bar, which is different to... Uh, well, actually, we need to talk about his action bar. We'll do that in a minute because it's different. I've just looked at it and it's different. Yeah. I always um, forget so... to check the action bars <laughs> on them. I just assume I know what they do. So after you perform a slam action, roll five attack dice. Each large ship, huge ship, and scenario feature at range zero suffers one hit for every hit or crit result. Bypassing shields, then the ship is destroyed. Okay. So this is obviously for the battle over Endor scenario that this is intended, but... If your Arvel is on one health, you can, I3, dial in a three bank, three hard, slam him into a ship, and then roll five dice. If you're like, I, my Arvel is going to get killed here, you can just slam him into an enemy large base ship and roll five dice under shields. And it's that, only hits. Is that you always have to roll them dice? If you if slam. slam. Yeah. If you slam. So basically, it's a one time slam. Yeah, if you slam, you die. And you can perform slam actions even while stressed. So there you go. So basically, it's saying, if you're about to die, do this. Uh, is it going to be worth it? Or is it going to be worth zooming off and taking a focus and trying to preserve the four points for your A-wing with your three or four greens? <laughs> but you know if you're stressed and there's a kill box that you know you're not going to be able to get out of you could use it but i mean you don't have to do this right there is always a choice it is always an option and it's a tool in a in a toolbox for something i could use to win a game at some point um but again it's a it's like a procket but it's an unmodified five dice so you could do nothing i love like a hard one hard one slam <laughs> <laughs> just like hardly move just like yeah. a little mini bomb but like you, you could do nothing here right um it's it's worth pointing out that as well as slam on its um action bar this thing has got barrel roll into a red focus so the thing that a-wings have never been able to do which is barrel roll to something they used to be able to barrel roll to boost but barrel roll to focus so basically, your vectored cannons, you can boost in the systems phase, then you can move, then you can barrel roll link it to an evade. So you can get in some nice little squirrely places with that, um, which is neat at I3. I mean, the fact that he can't shoot while at range zero of things anymore is just like, uh, and the three-point version is probably still better, but this one's got five health. So what do you think of him, Liam? Uh... I think a lot of people will misplay the heroic sacrifice thing and just boost, not realizing that it blows them up. They'll also try and apply the five dice damage to smaller medium ships. Um, <laughs> a lot of people won't read the card, you mean? We're looking Steve at you, Bolton Steve. Cough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's great. He's not a four point. Value. He's he's good for three. It'd be amazing He'd for be, three, but he's not a four point value. He's four points because he's got pros on rockets. Yep. The extra health is a big thing as well, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's an eight point yeah. upgrade just right there. Yeah. So. But I don't see people will take this, and there will be a lot of decimators floating about. And you still have nothing wrong. You leave my decimator alone. Falcons, Falcons are still about, ghosts are about, gauntlets are still about, you know, large ships are still in the meta, people still use them. Um, there's a lot of people flying big bay ships at the moment, so... <laughs> I do love um, this, there's huge ships, but there's no points for huge ships. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, right, next one, Taika gets it? his... It is, yeah, for when they eventually do or don't ever release um, Epic Points. Um, but anyway, Taiko, were you going to say anything else about Arvel there, Ben? No, no, no. All right, sorry, I thought you were talking. I'm just, just dry-mouthing like a little old man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've already I've got, drank all my coffee and I'm sad. I'm I've, got, I've, I've, got a beer. I've got a beer next to me I try today. Not, I, try not, I haven't got any beer. There's only whiskey in the fridge. You know. I can never be trusted to just have a couple. No. Um, Tycho, I5, he's again got five health, so five health on an A-wing. Um, while, so this is an interesting one. Um, talk about his action bar, first of all. Right, Focus to red reload. Evade. Yeah, you heard that right. Focus to red reload on an A-wing. <laughs> evade, lock, barrel roll, boost, link, evade. Okay? He's also got vectored cannons. So... While you are disarmed, you can still perform missile attacks. When you perform a missile attack while disarmed, roll a maximum of four dice. So this Tycho, focus, link, reload, <laughs> disarmed, procket, because he's got a procket, four dice procket. So you do a five dice procket, and then if you can do a two forward and manage to do a focus, then you can reload your procket and have another one. It's not going to happen often, but it can happen. Um, You've got those big old bases knocking around. Yeah, now you have to do the link. You have to do the focus link reload. You can't reload um, without uh, without doing the focus first. So you're going to oh, be no, stressed. With amazing blues, they're dead upset about that. <laughs> I know. But the thing is, you uh, lose your reposition, don't you? Yeah, you get no reposition with mod. So you can't, you can, he doesn't get the roll into focus that um, Arvel gets. Um, he gets the boost into evade. So, which, which matters because he's got a rear arc, he's got it's a trap, he's got Duke. Um, so he can turn out and still be firing annoying Duked um, modified shots. He's got a procket, and he's got that same chaff particles. So while defending, you can spend a focus result to remove a red or orange token. So if you shoot him, you take away his disarm token, and then he fires a five-dice procket at you, um, or a two-dice shot. So, yeah, he could be depleted. Um, sorry, it's a... Is it actually a deplete? Oh, no, you just roll one less. It's not a deplete token. Um, but, yeah, you can take away his, um, his disarm. So that he can do his full full shots, but um, or the stress token from the reroll. Oh yeah, exactly. Get rid of anything um, or ion tokens, for example. Um, so if he's ended up ionized, you shoot him again. He can get rid of his ion token before the next turn. Um, that kind of stuff. So there's all sorts of weird things there. So, um, but yeah, spending a focus result. We'll see a return of AP five with with Tycho. To Why? help him get that reposition. What to give him can... a re? Go on. So he can. Oh, he won't be stressed at the time. But yeah, you can just coordinate the focus, reload, clear it, and then you get your repositions. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
Why so not? if you've got a coordinate monkey in there, that's pretty decent. Ahsoka Tano as well in the A-Wing. Yep. She can spend two force to give an action to a ship even more stressed, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. See, yeah. Re- Rebels are easy mode. There's a lot of things crashing into each other that I can foresee in people's futures with these trying to thread the needle with A-wings while trying to land them within certain ranges of each other to get abilities to trigger. Um, the absolute killer is when someone just throws Oiken down their throat. I know. <laughs> I mean, these have got the ability to just turn away, though, you know, with those vectored cannons, which usually a lot of people don't like, but you ram Oiken down an A-wing's throat and it just rotates its turret and then just zooms over on a five straight. Um uh, or you know turns away on a two and maybe death troopers stop them from clearing the stress but then they're they're out the next turn and they can take a couple of pot shots on the way but yeah i mean yeah so Tycho, he's cool he's four points um so he's probably value at four points because of his initiative and what he can do um so the last one this is the one that's actually caused a bit of excitement online i thought Tycho would cause the excitement but gemmer or gemmer gemmer sojan is an I-2 A-Wing. He's only got four health, so he's just got baseline A-Wing stats. Um, was a card in first edition. We talked about a good few weeks ago when we first got the spoilers um, for this content. So the ability on this A-Wing is while defending, you may gain one strain token to change up to two of your blank results into eyeball results. Okay, so you defend your all garbage. You take a strain. You turn everything to eyeballs you spend your focus you take no damage the next shot you're going to take you're taking so basically you're immune to the first shot as long as you've got a focus token right basically you're an a-wing you've got three greens um i, mean, I wouldn't say immune <laughs> you could still yeah, take well, damage but yeah, yeah four, four dices will pop i'll get you know did, pop did a you shield say this ship was in 1.0 it was, but with it, well, this pilot was in version one. Yeah, I don't remember her at all. She she didn't get used at all. Um, what was um, uh, uh, I'm trying to find Yasby version one. <laughs> uh, Yasby Oh, that's it. Jordan R. Um, a-Wing, uh, Gemma Sojan, while you're at range one of at least one enemy ship, increase your agility value by one. That's was the version filthy. one ability, yeah. It shows just how broken one was that that wasn't deemed a good ability. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so uh, so Gemma is a, I think a three point, yes, yeah, so Gemma's a three point, so is actually in competing with A-Wing Wedge, um, Keo. Um, and ships like that in for Rebels, um, which is a, a fairly crowded marketplace of good pieces already at three points for Rebels. Um, that pilot ability to gain strain tokens to just nope attacks is good. If we read through the uh, the upgrades as well, so as well as It's a Trap, they've got precision-tuned cannons, which is an attack if the defender is in your bullseye, add a focus result. So it's like CLT, I guess. Um, yeah, but it's a, you can shoot it with just your front arc, can't you? Yeah, so it's range two to three front arc. Um, 
which means that you can have your vectored cannons pointing out the back and this out the front. And the only yeah. thing that you don't, the only place you wouldn't be able to shoot would be a range one front arc attack. Um, you'd have it basically from back arc. Or range zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Um, chaff particles. So again, the same um, as uh, as Tycho. While defending, you can spend a focus at the end of the neutralized result step to remove one red or orange token. So um, yeah, you can turn all of those, um, all of your green dice to eyeballs. Um, turn as many of them as you need to avoid the damage that you need, and then spend the last one to get rid of a strain. Or a stress or whatever. That's deplete, pretty disgusting. I'm quite impressed with that. Um, yeah. And then uh, finally, a target assist algorithm, which is really nice because before you engage, if you have no green tokens and there are one or more enemy objects in your front arc, gain a calculate. Um, so you spend your focus on defense, you are really hard to kill, and then you've still got an attack mod for, for attacking with, um, which seems nice. Um, as long as you've got something to shoot at, you gain a calculate token. Basically, it's in your front arc, so you can't have turned away and have it. But yeah, it's still nice. Um, this one is making a bit of a splash. I'm going to say online. By enemy objects, it could you could use like remotes and things, couldn't you? I guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, or the and bridge those, of a star destroyer. Things you like. Those uh, Mandalorian, Mandalorian things. Yeah. Commando things. Yeah, those uh, talk, uh, little droids, buzz droids, things like that, all kind. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, would, yeah. Um, would, like, unblown up mines count? No. No, they don't class as objects, do they? No, they're specifically devices. Oh, um, stop objectifying my devices. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, objects are a, a limited thing, set of things. Um, and not devices. Um, yeah, this is causing a bit of a, a noise as a as an objective runner in a in rebel lists. Um, basically, really really hard to kill unless you get probably three good shots on it. Um, just you know, and then it's going to plink little shots. A little bit playing in the same space as Keel, um, but is definitely a very very strong kind of piece. It's not going to ever fly the nuke stuff off the board, but you know, as part of a, a maybe a swarmy list or as a filler. Um, we've previously talked about the three I six rebel list. This is one of the A wings that can fill in the three point gap that is left when you put a Fen, Wedge, and Han in the list. Um, and this is probably what that list needs something that's not worth the bother of shooting at that can just run around and hoover up points while the other three ships go on a full murder, death, kill rampage. So, hmm. Sorry, I've been waxing lyrical about how good this is. Have either of you two got any opinions? It's an A-wing. I'll kill it. <laughs> I'll tractor <laughs> it. I'll tractor it and kill it. Yep, that's exactly what I'll do. Um, I saw you play against Rebels the other week and you were sad. Did I? Oh. Yep. Instinctive aim Luke made you sad. Oh, yeah, he always makes me sad. I've just, it's actually just clicked chaff particles that these A-wings have got. Um, you can use it, so it's after you defend, but you can use it to remove a lock. It's not non-lock red token. It's just a red oh, lock. That's token. disgusting. I haven't seen that. 
but it is after you defend, oh. so they have to have already shot you. But if two people lock you and one alpha, so like two ships lock Gemmer, sh- shoots a I don't know plasma or proton or whatever, dodges lots of it with ability, and then chaff particles to get rid of the other person's lock. Um, you're still strained, but then they're firing an unmodified shot at you or a single modified shot at you. So just yeah, difficult to kill without real focused fire. Very, very nice. But yeah, as you say, it's still an A-Wing. It'll still die eventually when its greens decide to nope twice on a turn. Um, it's like, <laughs> it's like insurance, this pilot ability's insurance against that once a turn where you just blank out and everything just goes wrong. Um, so cool, that's the A-Wings. Oh, we've got B-Wings. Uh, so there's three of them. We'll start with the uh, with the little one. Um, so these have changed since the uh, spoilers that we saw. Um, they've got new uh, gyro cockpit ship config, which is cool. Um, so the first one is a standard statline B-wing. He's called Adon Fox. Uh, he's got three reds, one green, four hull, four shields. While you defend, if you are stressed, roll an additional defense die. That's good. It's a B-Wing. It's going to be stressed. It's going to roll an additional defense dice most of the time. Right? I mean, two greens on a B-Wing. I mean, it's I-1, but two greens on a B-Wing. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so the ship ability, which is the same on all of them. So I'm only going to read it out once. It's called Gyro Cockpit. After you gain a stress token, you can spend two charges to gain an evade token. So all of these B-Wings have got two recurring charges. Um, So this is an every other turn ability. So after you gain a stress token, you can spend two charges to gain an evade token. When you drop a device, you may spend one charge to set the template with its middle line aligned with the hash mark on your ship's right or left side instead of your rear guides. So every turn, you can notionally drop a bomb out the side. Every other turn, you can get an evade token when you end up stressed and you're a B-Wing. So the action bar is focused to red roll, lock, roll to red lock, red reload. Lots of ways to get stressed, lots of ways to gain evade tokens, and the opportunity to drop bombs out the side as well as out the back. So far, so that's the ship, basically. Um, Adon has It's a Trap, which we've talked about Parting Gift, which is when you're destroyed you can drop a bomb which is always a bit of fun but never usually does something Um, but you can drop or launch a bomb using a speed one straight or bank template Um, and you can do it out the side as well as out the front because of the gyro cockpit ability um, if you've got a charge to spend so <laughs> basically, you can stick it somewhere at range one of yourself um, where you think your enemies are going to be. Um, he's got a procket, which is I1. Is he ever going to fire that? Against the decimator, guess, maybe. Maybe. And then he's okay. got proton bombs. I guess it forces you, though, sometimes to maybe fo- like shoot him just to try and get rid of that focus. Um, can you guys talk for a bit? I've just um, Tilly's just popped in. So the thing is with that um, 
the 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 proton rocket thing, you're probably not going to spend it on defense because you're only rolling one dice anyway. I mean, sometimes you roll two. I get it, but well, I mean, they're going to be rolling two. Well, Aiden is going to be rolling two. He will be stressed all the time, and obviously, you get the range three bonus. But then, if you're at range three, you won't be firing the rocket anyway. Yeah, but. It's one of those things where it's if you land in the bullseye, it is shoot me or you're taking five dice. And then it can weather the storm a little bit, you know. It's got enough hull and shields to stick around. Like, I know from experience that HMPs just tend to live. Yeah, that's turn longer than you expect. They do tend to have the uh, repulsor lifts, which means they could side slip so that they can evade foreign arcs a little easier but I'd still bank on a B-Wing st- staying around it'll probably struggle against stuff like uh, arc 170s they yeah. will burn it down in a turn there's no doubt about that but if you're trying to keep other things alive having a ship like this as a shoot me or bad things happen it keeps the rest of your list ticking over Well, he just Takes one for the team. Do you know how many points he is? Just off the top of your head. It doesn't matter if you, if you No, if you bear with me a second. I did have Launch Bay open because I was sad that Tycho was four points. <laughs> Tycho uh, does Aiden is five points, so he, oh, should, so he will not be used. Yeah, he's. I was going to say, if you, I was just about to say, if he's five, you'll never see him. Just move on to the next one then. It's a bit of a. He's five, he's five, is he? Oh, you're back. Yeah, he's yeah. five. I'm back. He's five. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's a not yeah, ever turning he's up. never getting used. That's, that's coming down at some point, I bet. That'll be four next time they do points, or should be. <laughs> Are we doing the next one then? Yeah, I was just going to do it, but you might as well do it now, mate. No, crack on. Uh, so the next one's Gina Moonsong. Um, different pilot ability this time. Um, so at the start of the engagement phase, if a friendly... Raylan's dram ship is at range not to is stressed. You may acquire a lock, um, which is quite nice. Again, it depends how much Raylan is, I suppose. And then it's also got it's a trap, Duke, um, proton torpedoes, and ion bombs. And so then, Gene is five points and Braylon's four. How much is um, build your own Braylon? I think build your own Braylon is five. Yeah, he is. So this has got an extra shield. It's got five shields. Oh, I hadn't yep. noticed that. Um, and it's got that two charge to get a, uh, an evade token, so you get Duke. So if Braylon's near you, you focus, then you link to a roll, then you acquire a lock because Braylon's near you. You have a evade because you've used your two charges after you gained the stress from rolling. So you have a double modded juked proton torpedo at I five. That's nice. So that's what this ship does. It's fairly sure straightforward. That... <laughs> so it's actually you don't have to gain the stress if you don't want to. It's more that Braylon has to be stressed. Yeah, but you gain if you gain the stress, you get the evade token. Yeah, yeah. Well. I mean, I just yeah. meant for a target like thing. So yeah. yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, you you can just fly in and take a focus, um, and then pick up a lock. So it's a nine health B 
B-Wing. Um, so it's basically got the same health stats as an ARC. Um, but it's got an awful lot of shenanigans going on. I, I'll be honest, I hadn't spotted the, the Duke nonsense. I was just like, oh, that's not getting used. Yeah. Duke and torpedoes, gotta love it. After <laughs> after Jason Denton did it to me with his Naboos, I was like, hmm, bit rude. <laughs> <laughs> um, Braylon flies alongside Gina Wright. Um, yeah. His ability is the same as Gina's, but if Gina is nearby and stressed, he gets a focus. So basically, if they're both focused, they both get a double modded thing. Now, his munition is a bit of a letdown. So he's got a homing missile. So he'll be doing one damage then. <laughs> or firing a, <laughs> firing a double modded um, primary rather than... Nobody's ever going to say, yeah, I'll just t- do this four dice double modded at me. They'll just the thing is, though, one. you have to take that lock at initiative four, don't you? Uh, yes. So it's not as quite as scary as that, that proton torpedo. Yeah, but that it's a trap. Uh, sorry, that that homing missile lock at four. It's a B wing. You know he can grab a lock on something and then just kind of be fine. Um, he doesn't get Duke. He gets proton bombs and delayed fuses. Um, he's the four pointer. He's probably money for four points because he, once the engagement starts, he can be double modding. Um, he's got nine health again, so. I mean, yeah, but they're B-Wings, and the thing is that when B-Wings get something behind them and they're stressed, they can't ever get that thing out from behind them. And so many things in the game these days just laugh at a proton bomb. I mean, an ion bomb and a proton bomb is something more to worry about. Um, The fact that they can drop bombs out the side as well is a bit of a bit of a you know you wouldn't really want to be running around behind them but um i always look at b-wings and i just think yeah but once i'm behind you you're dead um i'm just thinking about those i6 imperials and those i6 rebels they just you know they'll murder these really efficiently like Yeah, I suppose nine health is enough to keep them alive for for a turn at least if they're suffering focus fire. Um, it feels like if you're going to put them in the list, you put them in together, Gina and Braylon. That's what I mean. And they're realistically, your... they're nine points, aren't they? Because yeah. So, well, it's I a like... nine point trade, right? Sorry, Liam, go on. You say mine's x-wing related sort of but obviously not directly to points or anything one thing i really like about these three ships these are all part of blade squadron aiden fox is the leader but somewhere i don't know if it's canon but i checked wikipedia and it's a thing that gina moonsong and braylon stram were in a secret relationship bumping uglies (laughs) so it's cool that they've got abilities that show that they were Fond of each other by working <laughs> together as a team, <laughs> bumping uglies together as a team. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think the B wings do anything on board to resemble that, but it's nice to know, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks. Nice to that. know that somebody's getting laid. Yeah, I mean, there was what's the um, 
what's the imperial interceptor that gets stressed if she kills somebody because it might be her boyfriend? Uh, Sienna Ray. That's right. Because she's in a secret relationship with it, Thane Kyrell. Yes. Is that right? Maybe something like that. Yeah, it's Thane. But yeah. also, uh, soon Tia Fell marries Wedge Antilles' sister. Wow, okay. <laughs> Nerd. Um, and apparently yeah, but... she's a film star. I didn't know they had films in Star Wars. Well, she's not a pilot, so we don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Somebody's got to make movies about really boring stuff happening in a galaxy far, far away where three middle-aged men are sitting talking about a, a game on their computers and everyone in the Star Wars universe watches it and goes, oh, that's thrilling. Uh, excuse me, there's also one middle-aged man recording us. <laughs> yeah. Don't leave Tim out. <laughs> keep him included, keep him included. Um, okay, so we've seen... That's that's everything from the spoilers, by the way. Um, it, they're, they're pretty cool ships um, from a rebel from somebody who flies Rebel as one of my three primary factions, they're going to add to the faction. Um, I'm going to say the words power creep. Um, everything here is hugely powered up over kind of the same point lists. Um, and the Imperials was exactly the same. Um, I think Imperials have got the better end of the bargain on this because I can point out three or four ships here that are either fairly costed for what's on there or are over-costed or poorly costed, I should say. Like Arvel, no one should take him for four points. Aiden Fox, nobody should take him for five points. Yep. Uh, Yendor, pointless. Luke exists. Kendi Adele, don't care. Yep. Kendi would be amazing at five, but at four is probably okay. Um, I mean, initiative, not even cost. But at four cost is like, it's all right. It's a bit like Porkins, but without the chance of blowing up. Um, yeah, what's um, what's the standout pilot for you guys from this, this set? I think it's not a standout pilot, but more of standout pilots with... Uh, the secret lovers of Gina and Braylon. Okay. Uh, we'll be writing some Cad Bane themed fan fiction involving these two now. It's going to get graphic. Well, I'm glad that you're going to enjoy that and keep it far away from my eyeballs. It's actually the, I'm going to ask you to proofread it and it will be a, the first place prize at the STO. Nice. No, that's a topless <laughs> hug from me. <laughs> I thought that was the wooden spoon. Um, like, <laughs> what about you, Ben? I thought we were the winners. What about you, Ben? I quite favorite? like that um, Initiative 2 A-Wing that um, Gemma Souljan. Mm. I just like that shenanigans you can do with the chaff particle. Now you've told me about it. <laughs> yeah, we've got to play that 47 games just to do it. I'm once. not sure it's really necessarily happy. good, but it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, I also quite like, um, to be honest, I like all the A-Wings. As much as I'm not the biggest fan of Vector Cannons, um, I think it'd be fun. I like the fact that these are not standard loadout, so you can take one of these and also have a non-Vectored Cannons other other A-Wing. So like, if you want a Wedge A-Wing without a Vectored Cannon, you can do that while having a ship that can turn and run. Um, 
so being able to mix and match them into lists is nice um lando for me um because oh, you're just talking about the best then lando's clearly the best no like the one that stands out for me not as the best but like the one that stands out to me is something that i i'd like to give him a try like i'm not great at falcons anyway this feels like it's gonna just i'm gonna have the same problems with this as i have with the other good falcons which is that i'll think he's invincible and fly him into somewhere where he's not um and then he'll die you can't mess up his loadout this time though that's true that's true um although these cards are great for you rich because you can't take a good list and make them worse no no i can i can i can um ship out something good and replace it for something for the same points that's not as good it's fine um (laughs) yes i also sorry about lee having luke and let's put aiden in (laughs) yeah yeah that'll be fine um i like wedge i do like the wedge card um i think jury's out for me on whether luke's a better option than this wedge but um i think this wedge if you can keep him alive for long enough um is be a real threat um but as um i think tim pointed out in chat um this this wedge will not live um (laughs) until turn four um he will be dead so um yeah people will gun for him because they'll be scared of what that i6 does in endgame um, like turn five, six, seven in a game, this wedge is going to be an absolute monster um, because he's. It's basically like taking something like Commander Poe into the end game. You're not as good as Trigger Happy Poe, but you can still just fly in and light something up at range one. Um, just take it off. Um, but yeah, seems good. Um, so, what do you think we'll see? I think we'll see B-Wings because everybody loves B-Wings. I think we'll see the A-Wings. I think we'll see the X-Wings, but probably Wedge, and we'll definitely see Lando. I think we're going to see a lot of these ships. Like On the Imperial side, I think we looked at it and we're like, maybe three or four of these are going to see play, but they're really powerful, the ones on the Imperial side that are going to see play. I think there's a lot of stuff here that will fit into lists and people will use it because it's Rebels. Uh, what do you reckon, Ben? Uh, and I think you're right to be honest. I think we'll see, we'll probably see a lot of these on the table because there's a lot of people who start and play rebels. It's like a lot of people's first faction. Mm-hmm. Um, so most people do have these ships because they're sort of the iconic um, rebel ships, aren't they? Yeah. And people, people like they're all ships people still like to play. You know, you still see B wings cropping up now, A wings all over the place. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're really nice. Everyone's going to be sad about losing the hands, and now they've got Lando instead. Well, I was going to say we can talk a bit about Han because now we know we've had points for a bit. People have started obviously building around the points changes, and Han, I have seen a loadout doing the round. It is not as dirty as the old loadout was, but I have seen a loadout doing the round, which is. Ursa Ren giving locks. Um, is she a gunner? Yes. She's, not. she's a crew. So you've got Ursa Ren, you've got um oh what was the other thing? Bistan. Yeah, Bistan for the double shot. Chopper? And then yeah, Chopper and in my opinion engine upgrade or something. Um Oh yeah, Bistan, and then you can take Chopper and Engine Upgrade. That's it. 
Um, and basically the theory being that this hand can have two locks. Um, I just realized that I'm doing something dumb. No, you can't have engine upgrade because I was putting in on Chewbacca. Um, so yeah, it's chopper. <laughs> um, so this hand can have two locks because of Ursa. Um, can acquire, and it is a lock action, so you can't do them both in the same turn. Um, but you have um, you have two locks because of Ursa. You have Bistan, um, and then you take a focus, basically, and then you shoot and you use Hans reroll plus a lock to modify the first shot, and then the same combination to modify the second shot. But you've still got your focus to spend from Bistan, so doesn't. I think the maths works out roughly the same with the lock plus hand reroll as a hand reroll plus a focus. Um, so it can hit as hard. Um, and then you pair that in with, you know, Fen, Luke, Keo, and there's three, uh, you know, an, an old staple list that was doing really well towards the start of this point cycle. Um, or you just trade them into whatever hand list you were using before. Um, question for you, is he still going to be the big bad scary or are nope. people going to jump off him? Like we always jump off stuff when it gets nerfed without actually thinking, is this notably worse? Uh, people will jump off it. There will be some people who are loyal to it still and still understand how powerful he can be. Uh, I played against Chris Burnett yesterday and he was using the Ursa Ren variant. Yeah. Uh, but it was just nice not having to worry about trick shot all the time. And it just made things a lot easier for me. Because mm -hmm. I was like, well, I get a bonus dice. It just wasn't as scary. And I can ignore Han a bit now. Yeah. Whereas I'm not just taking two four the dice pounders to my mouth each time <laughs> so the other option is you can take the child um and this stand for 15 points so you can have two force and a focus um and hand re-rolls which is effectively the same this is a hand that if you're shooting at him i'm doing damage he's regening that force and you're giving him mods back to shoot at you with um not as effective as perceptive co-pilot but you know a focus plus two force um, those couple of turns where he's in for the big bangers, he's probably going to hurt you. Um, and if you shoot him back, he gets his force back so he can reload and go again. Um, so, yeah, options. I think there's a different one out there that people should try. What's that one? So I'm just building it to make sure I'm right. But obviously you start with Bistan. And then I think for your crew, you take Mr. Lando. And then you still get trick shot. So roll two defense dice for each focus result, gain a focus token for each evade result, gain an evade token. If both are blank, the opposing player chooses focus or evade. You gain one token of that type. Yep. So you're so, risking not having any focus token at all. So there's a 25% chance you get a focus. <laughs> on one die, obviously you roll two, so that actually makes it a 50% according to maths. I still don't understand that <laughs> no. it happens. It doesn't, it doesn't really, but carry on. Uh, honestly, I've done the... I've, I was told you, this, that if you roll eight you dice... Sorry, 
if you roll two, you've got to a, sorry, if you've got two, you've got a fifty percent chance of getting one. In one focus, yeah. 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 But because you can hand re-roll it, you get to try again. Which increases right. the odds again. So you can still chase it. And you you will come out of it with generally one token. Well, you will come out with with a minimum of one token. One yeah. should be a focus. Yeah. Law of averages. If you roll blanks into blanks, then your opponent just goes, you can have an evade. <laughs> and that's thanks. fine. Yeah. It just means you still get to throw a four dice re-roll shot at someone. You get, don't get mods that turn, but if you know you're not taking shots or anything, you know you can spend, you can afford to just take one pot shot. Yeah. Just take the focus, but it gives you that option. And it also yeah. gives you that four dice banger again. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's other options because he's got his illicit slot back. He could always bounce into overtuned modulators and have a turn of best and focus plus overtuned modulators. To I know we don't get the trick shot. Dice, but you don't get the trick shot. But a lot of people weren't using trick shot anyway. Um, they were wrong. And you can take so, Zeb as well. I don't know why you, you would, want. but you can. Yeah, you can take Chopper rather than Zeb because then you can still get actions while you're stressed because your blue is garbage and you've got a red boost. So you can still get your focus token. Um, you can also take delayed delayed. fuses just to fill the points up if you wish. (laughs) Why not? Um, Okay, so that's points. And we're going to probably think a little bit about lists and we're going to try and play with some of this stuff at Club Night um, over the next few weeks um, and on the old TTS game. Um, Yeah, TTS got updated with the Imperial stuff middle of last week. Um, Shortly after that, the Rebel stuff went in, but they announced it about eight and a half seconds after the AMG announcement of the spoilers came out. So they were in the game for a bit without anybody really knowing or trying to use them. Um, but then obviously they didn't want to publicize that they'd been given access. So um, it was nice of them to to add them in so that we've been able to play with them a little bit. Um, I've played against the Imperial Sixes with a seven ship swarm. Um, and I screwed up turn zero and still nearly beat them but it's weird like those imperial sixes hit like absolute trucks like that five dice jenden proton cannon plus starter pack vader pay to win vader as he will forever now be known 70 quid for one card value um even i'm not buying that no um and uh <laughs> i don't think it's that much better than Battle of Yavin Vader to pay that much money for a single card. Um, but I'm not going to lie, disagree. I haven't been considering it. <laughs> but now you've got a mortgage, you're a bit more reluctant yeah. to spend. I, I um, used to say things like that, but I'm still an idiot. <laughs> I was looking at two grand guitars today. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I totally um, don't need. <laughs> uh, he said the other week, you still play your little, your little first one, even though you've got all these guitars, you still just yeah. go back to the same one all the time. Yeah, um, I do, my little cheap beauty. I've got a bloody four grand uh, Gibson Les Paul knocking around and I still go back to my little beauty for like 300, 400 quid. I love it. Nice. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, I've I played against that list and it was like, you know, you've got the the easy and in inverted commas points of the reaper you've got the you know the bomber which you think of as easy points and that's seven points and then you've got 13 points of vader and jenden and really it's a race against time to take the two easy to get sets of points off the table 
before Jendon and Vader utterly murder you, or you take the risk of turning into the aces and them just vanishing while the Reaper and Jendon do what they do because they hit hard as well. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a real murder list though. It's like it doesn't do objectives well. Um, so there's a lot to think about with it, but um, it's good. It's interesting, and this is kind of good to get the synapses firing. Um, rather than having a, a one-year settled meta, you're still going to have people kind of architecting and building and thinking and kind of looking at options for worlds, um, rather than everybody just being like, I know which of the five things that are available I'm going to fly. Um, I do feel sad for the other five factions. We've had nothing for 18 months, minimum. Well, Resistance and First Order and Scum are all desperately in need of some form of new content. Yeah, they've had nothing I think even if you two years. Even if you just put the, the Kirax into standard, it would just give Scum more options, and I think that'd be a lot better. But yeah, it's a bit of a, a sorry state. I'd like good content for Separatists. That'd be a dream. I mean, so Separatists got Coruscant, yeah. but it wasn't good for them. Coruscant was amazing them. for clones and Jedi. Yeah. Um, the last time First Order, Resistance, and Scum got something was the Squad Boxes, Heralds of Hope, Fear of the First Order, and Fugitives and Collaborators, where we got Kane and Hawk, which was all really good for a bit, and then it all got nerfed because it was too good. Um, yeah. Separatists have had something recently, but it wasn't good for them. Um, those other three factions need something. Um, we'll see if they announce anything at Adepticon. Um, it's in what five weeks something like that six weeks um so it's nearby um we've got the sith taker open in 11 uh, no it's not 11 days is it uh, by at time of launch it'll be next week (laughs) it's close um yeah no it's the 26th or whatever so it's like two weeks away roughly um it's not even the 26th though is it's the 24th and whatever it's not like I've been staring at these dates for the last forever. It's the 24th and 25th. So it's next weekend, not this weekend, coming the one after. Um, so um, I've locked my list in, I think, unless I play with Endor stuff this this week and just completely get my head turned. I've got my list locked in. Um, what are you flying? Um, a seven-ship Rebel Swarm, I think. Is it the one that Dave used a couple of times? Yeah, similar. It's a lovely list. I really like that list. But with some worst options, I'm guessing, Rich? The only thing I'm thinking about (laughs) is whether I can put Gem or Sojan in in place of one of the other I3s, but I don't know which of... uh, Not I3s, three-pointers, but I don't know which three-pointer I'd want to take out. I also don't like the fact that they're an I2, and the list at the moment is all threes and fours. Um, so it's like those are my threes, those are my fours. Everything is moving in those kind of those sequences, and having a two basically means I've got to worry about that one, that one going first um, all the time. So um, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I might just stick with where I am at the moment because I'm happy with it um, and not mess about. But another part of me is looking at Gemma and thinking, "You're really good." 
Um, although I will be honest, the primary thing that's stopping me putting them in is the need to actually print out something with the information on because I haven't got my own printer and I'm crap. So I might just not bother and just leave it with the one that I've got the cards for. I reckon with um, enough time and some crayons, you'd get it done. Yeah, I could I could write it on a post-it note, couldn't I? It'd be fine. That's my as my long typical as you draw a little picture. It's fine. <laughs> my typical my typical proxy for cards where I've got not enough copies is I just write the name of the card on a post-it note and stick it inside a card sleeve. Go here is my Ferrisphere alt art because I only have three real cards, so here is one where I don't, and that's just a post-it note with Sharpie written on it, Ferrisphere paint. Like, oh, do you want to see what the card does? Here, let me show you this other copy that I have around somewhere. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I, you know, there's ways around it, but I'm, I'll probably give Gemma a go this week at club because I can do that without actually having anything. Just use the information on my phone and then go from there. But um, have you have you settled on something, Liam? You spun back to FO now, have you? Uh, I haven't spun back to them yet. Uh, I am still playing my separatists, and I'm, I'm just in my head. I'm just going. Well, if I turn to the SCO with a list, I'm going to have fun with. If I don't make day two, fine. Whatever is what it is. I'll just be able to be guilt free when I turn up, still drunk on the Sunday. I promise um, not to bust you open this year. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> that was messy. Accidentally <laughs> hitting me in the pub. I was, I was trying to play pool with a bloodied nose. <laughs> I can't. I, I remember it happening, but I can't remember why it happened. Like what we were doing. I'm sure we were being oh. very mature, sensible adults. We were just sitting talking, and I think like you, you reached your arm out to the left, and you popped my nose. I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> like you looked genuinely worried, and I, you were like, "I'm so sorry." I was like, "No, it's fine." You apologised <laughs> straight away. I know it was an accident. I just need a pint. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Right, I think we're going to wrap it up on that happy point. Um, I'm very much looking forward to the STO. I know I've had a few messages from people kind of saying they're looking forward to coming um, to, to having, you know, the beers and the games and stuff. And I'm very much looking forward to actually getting to, to hang around on the Saturday and drink rather than having to, to drive home. So, um, yeah, uh, I got a lovely message off somebody. I'm trying to find who it was um, so I can... I can give them a shout out saying, oh, I'm really looking forward to coming. And I was like, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Um, but um, I've had a whole bunch of, yeah, really uh, cool things. It was Sam Hen. There you go. I can't remember who Sam Hen is in real life, but he messaged one me of the on Discord. Mandos, I think. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 it is, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, get, getting these lovely messages and loads of people getting really excited about it. And Sean was telling me the other week that when he was in Northern Ireland, like they were all like just hyped about the fact that the STO was coming up and they were going to get to play in it and all this kind of good stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to, um, to to seeing everybody and to getting the games done. Um, 132 people. Our last year was 112, I think with like on the day drops and people not coming. So hopefully we'll break that. Um, hopefully we'll break 125. We'll see. Um, we'll see how many people get too hung over to play X-Wing. Naming no Michael Upton names. <laughs> but you're not going out on the Friday this time, so it should be good. He might um, do. No, I mean, you weren't going day drinking with Connor in Manchester all day Friday, is what I mean. Is what to be I mean fair, to say. last time, We'd already been out for quite a few hours before Mike met up with us. Um, we're just bad influencers. Yeah. 
I wonder how many drinks you have to get down in before he starts speaking like a dial-up tone. So Mike gets drunk after three pints, but he's got great staying power. Like, he can just yeah. keep going. But just after maintains. three pints, he's talking nonsense, and if you're not from the area, you can't understand what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> he just maintains his level, doesn't he? Yeah. Doesn't Mike's a worse. good drinking partner to play. He's just not great the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the, the night of he's great it's just the next day kills him yeah <laughs> we're all good <laughs> right so um, we're going to wrap it up there have you got any shout outs you want to do Liam uh, yeah uh, obviously I wasn't on last week so I want to shout out to Boarding Brum for hosting my event uh, but I want to make obviously shout out to Tim for winning it uh, but I want to do a special mention to Stag Squadron. So Eltor Wolf, JB Empire, Blake Star, uh, Spin Pass, and Barney Squidward. Squidward. Mm-hmm. And Jimadib Foxy957. Of course. Uh, bet that's not what his mum calls him. I bet it is. And they were all wrangled there by uh, Mr. Wilson, as he's now known. Uh, they had a great time. Apparently, they loved all the raw arts and stuff. And honestly, they were they were great just having the room. And obviously, they got a taste of a real tournament and how they stack up against more seasoned players. But I think they learned a lot and they just enjoyed themselves. Even if they were each of them were asking me what ship should I shoot next, I'm like, I'm not telling you. <laughs> but I, I got paired into one round one, and I said, I, I said to Mister Wilson, I was like what do I do? And he went, just smash him. And I was like, are you sure? Because that seems harsh. And he went, yeah, smash him. He needs to learn. I was like, deal. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good day. And uh, again, thanks to everyone that came. Uh, and completely unrelated to X-Wing, uh, I want to shout out a game called Heat. If you have not played it, play it. Is that the car game? Is... Yes, it's phenomenal. I'm bringing it, it to the It looks really fun. I'll play it with uh, you. It's six players from the off, and I've already ordered the expansion. But yeah, so it'll be me, Adam, and Ben. But yeah, three more people definitely welcome to come and play it. Fab. I might be in if we play on Saturday night, if I'm not too drunk by then. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> um, cool. Ben, have you any shout outs? Yeah, just one to uh, Mr. Will Pintar on uh, Welcome to Civvy Street, mate. Oh, yeah, he's passed out. <gasps> Is he back? Yeah, he's fully out of the army now. He's, he's my favourite Englishman. <laughs> he's up in the north. Is he back up in the northwest as well? He's out of London no, he's, as well. He's back, he's back home. Yeah, yeah, he's done. He's finished. He's retired. He's a pensioner. Awesome. Well, awesome. he's got three months off, but I'm still calling him a pensioner. I don't, pensioner, I don't care if it's true. Has he moved in with Bob D yet? <laughs> Depends how long it takes for him to uh, wind on or up. He might have to. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, yeah. So um, we might see him at the STO. Apparently he's thinking about popping in, which would be lovely to see him and see if he fancies coming back and rejoining the, uh, the X-Wing crowd. We'll see. Um, uh, I don't have any particular shout-outs apart from the ones I've already done. Um, so Sam um, and just the lads at club again for the, the games that we've been playing. It's been great to be getting kind of... Um, kind of six to ten people down back on a Tuesday night we had a bit of a fall off a few weeks ago but we're back up to decent numbers now as the prep time for the STO and things begins but also just a bit of energy and enthusiasm around the new points um, and the new ships 
um, has kind of revitalized the game. And I think it's great. And we need AMG to know that if they show interest and if they give us kind of product, then more people want to come and play the game, um, you know, which is great. So, um, so yeah, all the lads coming back down again. It's always good to see you all. Um, even if I don't get to play very often, uh, just because of when people arrive and sequencing. So um, on that note, uh, we'll say goodbye from Liam. Toodles. Uh, we'll say goodbye from Ben. Bye. And we'll say goodbye from me. Bye-bye.